What's up? It's your boy South Beach. Welcome to the culture. It's your boy Holla. Let's go. Yo, what's up? What's up? Blessings on the Sunday afternoon. It's your boy South Beach. Welcome to the culture. I'm Mr. South Beach, aka Let's Get It Right, with my co-host Mr. Russ, aka Mr. Three. Russ, drop some knowledge on him. What's going on today, ladies and gentlemen? Hope you're enjoying your weekend. We're going to give y'all, we're going to drop some knowledge and inform y'all on what's going on today in sports. Yeah. Mr. Russ, I've been very interested to get this show started. You know, it's been a lot of talk, a lot of stuff. Um, So we're going to jump right into it. We're going to jump into the whole... Jay Cutler signing today to the Miami Dolphins. If most people don't know, Ryan Tannehill was injured on a non-contact play to the same surgically repaired knee from last season. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's kind of a scare. They think he retours ACL, which I personally think it wasn't fully healed in the first place because it takes almost a year mm-hmm. for it to fully heal. Um, and Ryan Tannehill, he's not Adrian Foster. I mean, Adrian Pearson. He's not mutant. So I mm-hmm. doubt if it's fully healed. So, What's your thoughts about the whole Jay Cutler signing? Well, you know, in theory, you're basically getting the exact same guy you had in Tannehill. I mean, when you look uh, at the numbers, I mean, they both both around the same completion percentage, same interception touchdown ratio. I mean, neither one is that impressive. I think the only way you can possibly account for this signing is that uh, – I think Cutler was under Adam Gates before, and that's the only real tie you have to this signing. I mean, the guy's no better than Tannehill, who I didn't think much of Tannehill in the first place. So they basically carbon copy. He's basically a carbon copy of him. Pretty much. I, I feel like he's he's trash anyway. Uh, I feel like Cutler ain't done nothing. But in a sense, so this is how people are going to rationalize. They say, well, since he had was in Adam Gates' system, and that's the best season he's had with Adam Gates, and that was Adam Gates' best season as offensive coordinator, which I guess led to him getting the head coaching job at the Dolphins. So they're going to tie the two together. I feel like, personally, this is just my personal thought, I feel like Ka- Kaepernick would have been a better fit for something like that. I'm not saying he's exceptional or something like that, but come on. We all know what Jay Cutler bringing to the table. Yeah, I mean, it's not spectacular. A bunch of turnovers. And so, turnovers. I was, not that not that big. Of, I mean, you got a growing team. He's not that type of leader. He's not a leader of men. Uh, like I said, he's going to get a lot of turnovers. I mean, when you think about it, I, I would have liked the, the fit of Kaepernick. I mean, you get a run-heavy te- team with the Jahi. You can, so you can play action and, and I throw in some bootlegs off of that, use his athleticism, put him in a good put him in a good situation. So yeah, I, I would have liked to fit better, but you know, they're gonna hold social issues against Kaepernick, you know, I mean uh besides African American Miami Miami has a large Cuban population, correct? Yeah. And, you know, they're going to bring up the Fidel Castro shirt. Oh, yeah, you know they're they going to do that. So that's one thing they're going to, they're going to hold that against them. And, like you said, uh, 
whether they want, whether people want to admit it or not, they're doing it because they're they don't want the backlash from the fan base. Pretty much, and like I say, like we discussed last time about the whole Raven situation, I feel like it was just a cover up. It was just a bunch of smoke to be blown to make it seem like they would then, oh, well, we don't care about, you know, what people say or nothing like that. If that's the case, you have your team saying they want this guy. You have your GMs and, I mean, not your GMs. You have your GMs and your other um, members of management all speaking highly, talking about they want this guy. But then you get to the, situ- you get to the whole thing, well, we're still evaluating. He doesn't want to sign the guy. It's pretty clear. So I mean, yeah, that, that's that's the most frustrating thing. Everybody speaks glowingly about Colin Kaepernick, and oh, we'll bring him in and we'll look at him, with, and then at the end of the day, they sign a less talented guy. That's it, the most. It's, it's I'm, very I'm like, hard. It's hard for me to believe there are better quarterbacks out there right now than Colin Kaepernick. And I'm not saying Kaepernick is just by far the greatest because he's not. He has his flaws, mm-hmm. like every quarterback and stuff like that. And he's still a young guy. But it's just hard for me to believe that it's, everything's being based strictly on football productivity or non-productivity, in which I doubt 95% of it is that. Yeah, I, so I agree. You, it's a like, combination of things. You can't just point – you can't just say, oh, it's just this or it's just this. But it's, it's a combination. But the biggest factor for him, I can understand that everybody, teams that have already had their roster set and had those players signed and they've invested in some players. But since free agency, it's every team that has signed a quarterback since that I question. Those are the teams that I question. I mean, if you didn't sign up, if you didn't sign, pick up a quarterback that was better than him, if you sign these less talented guys, guys that haven't thrown a pass, guys that haven't done anything in the NFL, haven't proven anything, then that's why I question it. And like I said, the sincerity of these coaches when they say all this stuff about Colin Kaepernick and how they like him and all this stuff, but then they don't sign him. That's that's what's so frustrating. It's hard to believe it. They're just, they just doing it to save faith. Of course. And, you know, there's a lot of people that say, well, it ain't nothing to do with that. I say it is a lot to do with that. I say, well, he wasn't good with this, he wasn't that. But we went back and we went and looked at the numbers. Kaepernick only had, what, four interceptions, 16 touchdowns, four interceptions mm-hmm. on the season. Uh, mm-hmm. Had a, 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 good, a really solid um, QBR rating. So I want to know. Well, go back Where? and look at what he did with the, when he had a, when he had an actual team around him. When they had Frank Gore and they had the defense and everything, he led he led a team to a Super Bowl. And then Harbaugh leaves, and you get a coach in Tom Sula in there who didn't deserve who didn't deserve the job in the first place. I mean, yeah. I mean so you get less talented coaches coming in that don't know how to use them right. Harbaugh knew how to use them best, how to put them in a position to succeed. And then you get less talented players. I mean, Willis retires and all these other guys leave. I mean, you have no you know, have no weapons outside. I mean, every every other position got, has gotten weaker. How do you – and the guy still goes out there and puts up 16 and 4. I watched Kaepernick so, play, and most people don't. I have a lot of friends that are 49er fans and some that aren't mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I watch a lot of teams. I have a ton of friends that are Dallas Cowboys fans. So 
I watch a lot of teams, you know. I watch football. I mean, outside, even mm-hmm. outside of my own team because I love the game. So, and being fair and judging everything, Kaepernick, people be, oh, he stunk, he did this. I say, you got to look at the whole thing, what's surrounding him. He had no receivers, no yeah. real threat. The running game was pathetic. Carlos Hyde mm-hmm. stayed injured. The reason why they might be about to trade him or do whatever they got to do with him. So, it's, it's, people think it's just one player. No. Mm-hmm. Everything makes makes a team. You have a great, you can yeah. have a great player and the team still be sorry. He can only do so much. And Kaepernick was mm-hmm. dealt a bad hand in the situation. He can only do so much. So, people be like, oh, he's trash, he is or that. Just, I mean, I would just, what some people would just say, we just don't like him because he sat, I mean, he took, he kneeled for the national anthem. Oh, he just wanted attention. I said, well, Kaepernick had been doing it for a good little minute, and I'm sure if he wanted attention, he would have said something. And nobody noticed it until one day that reporter happened to look that way and noticed he was kneeling. Well, he went from so, sitting to kneeling. He went from sitting to kneeling. Yeah, yeah like I said, they they originally yeah. found him sitting on the bench in the pre in the preseason game, and then yes, he went so, to kneeling because he didn't because because that's less disrespectful. I take a knee, yeah. but yeah. the thing is, when people say, "Oh, he stunk," well, you you clearly don't know anything about football if you're going out and just saying the guy stunk. You just clearly saying that for your sake of the argument. Yes, the guy, say yes, he, he's not a perfect quarterback. Yes, he has deficiencies in his game. But you're not looking at the big picture, like you said. I mean, there's things he can do better, but there's things he did good. But it's no, it's still no excuse for the crop of quarterbacks, or I say the crap of quarterbacks that got picked up over him. How does oh, Mark Sanchez – how is Mark Sanchez going to have? I mean, there's, there's so many guys that aren't – up to his level that have been signed, and that's Brock Osweiler. They're, they're, they're taking guys, team. they're picking up I mean, bums off the street and trying to trying to make it like, oh well, this guy, you know, he he can bring value to our team. No, he can't bring value to the team. You don't want to sign Kaepernick because it's his yeah. social issues that he stand up for. It's point blank, it's simple. That's why the black community had such an uproar about this because. They'll cover and say, no, he's not getting black balls because of his talent. They have worse quarterbacks getting signed. I was upset that yeah. we signed, um, uh, what's his face, from um, from the Jets, um, who started last year, uh, Fitzpatrick. He's Fitz-trash to me. No, oh, yeah. Oh, you say you got, I'm, you I'm got, Dallas, Dallas signed Luke McCown. You got – I mean, Guys, I mean, I would like, like I, I would like Kaepernick. I would have liked Kaepernick in uh, as a, as a back of the deck. I mean, they're both athletic quarterbacks. They both have strong. I, I would have liked him as a back. I mean, we're a run. Dallas is a run heavy offense. I don't have to put the focus all on his arm and everything. I would have liked yeah. him as a backup in Dallas. He, there's a lot of places he would be a good fit. I can understand I Jerry like Jones was going for okay. That. There's certain, certain teams schematically I can understand where he probably would not work. Like, if I'm in a West Coast passing short, accurate throws, a lot of those, I can understand if he doesn't. I mean, but people don't, people are not coming out and saying that. I mean, people, I, can, I mean, it's like you get about 50% of, let's say 50% of the teams run West Coast, 50% of the teams run a multiple offense. I mean, it's, it's still plenty of places. 
and you always come back to. I I would have liked to fit in Miami. I would have loved. I would like his fit in Miami way more than I like Jay Cutler. Yeah, me too. I would have loved it like that. And not only, and not only that, you going back to the character of the guy. His character is way better than Jay Cutler. I mean, Jay Cutler, Jay Cutler had that nonchalant, I don't care attitude. I mean, football football was just uh, something to do to him for him. It's just a way to make money for him. I always saw. I mean, I never saw the passion for him about it and everything or anything like that. So. And you got to bring you know, like when we come back to it. People saying he he didn't do it for attention for himself. He did it to bring attention to police brutality and injustices going on throughout America. He's he's being, he's being selfless. He's being completely selfless in all the acts and endeavors he's done. This, this uh, just because people want to, but people want to ignore the reason why he's doing it. I mean, you want to come True. out here and say, oh, you disrespecting the flag, but I don't hear it. I, You better be the first person speaking up when something, when a, pol- a policeman kills an unarmed black man. You should be the first one speaking up then, but you want to be quiet then. So, it's, it's, like you said, it's, 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 it's infuriating that a person kneeling at the national anthem makes people upset more than an unarmed person getting shot. It's our society we're living in, but you got you you you'll boycott an you'll boycott an NFL game because the dude's kneeling, but you won't. But the minute a uh, police kills an unarmed black man, you're chanting "Blue Lives Matter." Oh, you know it. Makes uh, no sense. I mean, our president is uh, our president. Well, not my president is making it worse. I said, I hope well, he doesn't I don't, take it don't so easy get, on don't these get thugs. Talk about that clown, man. So I was like, when I heard him say thugs, I was like, is he referring to black people? Because that's what it seems like it to me from my perspective when he said, don't take it so easy on the thugs. So basically he's telling them, oh, man, you got the right way. Kill them. Do what you got to do with them. So that's the whole sense well, of everything. Like, well, anybody, anybody any, uh, you know, any Hispanic or African-American does a crime, they're a thug. Any person of... Middle Eastern descent does a crime, they're a terrorist. But if uh, a Caucasian does it, well, they're mentally ill. Of course. I mean, they, course. they, they, they got just, labels. They got labels. They have certain labels they want to put on everybody. And this is just you know, another label. I'm like, well, Colin Kaepernick, how, how is, and that's what they want to call Colin, how, how is Colin Kaepernick a thug? I mean, dude's never committed a crime. Because he, he, he wears cornrows in his head? Course, you know me. You know me. Back in school, you. Wh- what was my hairstyle back in school? Have a fresh pair of straight backs or designs. I have fresh pair of braids, man. Designs everything, and I'm the farthest person from a thug you will ever meet. It's stereotypical, stereotyping. Yeah, I've always. And not to steer too far off the whole track where it was that. It just amazes me. The Chicago yeah. Bears signed Mike Glennon forty million dollars contract, but Kaepernick can't get a contract. He's horrible compared to Mike yeah. Glennon. I'm a Tampa fan. Mike Glennon is no way, no form, no shape, no way in hell better than Colin Kaepernick. When 
San Francisco played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year. The NFL is ripe with hypocrisy. They're a bunch of hypocrites. They'll say one thing, but they'll do another. They actually show another. They'll say one thing, but they'll do another. And that's that. That hasn't changed. That that'll always be the case. It's ripe. It's more political now than ever. And hey, man. Only 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 way to change is uh, if you gotta have a mass boycott, man. And not only by the fans, but by players. And that's the only that's way true. that'll change. But you know, some scared and, some players are scared to reach out there and step out there to do well, that. You got, but you know what? It'll never happen because. And you say you want to boycott, and that's fine for the players that are paid. You know, like Drew Brees. Drew Brees, you pay. You you can boycott. Like these players that they made these contracts. But what about what about this third string linebacker that's trying to make the team? You know, is he supposed to boycott? I mean, this guy is just play career is gonna be over and, before you know, starting. Huh? His career gonna be over before but, it starts. Way the way exactly. the current so that's, trend is. That's easier. That's easier said than done. That's true. So on to another note. I saw something last night that caught my attention that was pretty great, and I thought it was a big, big thing for boxing. It was oh, the I Olympic know where you're and Mariana fight. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. The uh, and you know me, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not yeah, a big boxing, boxing guy. I feel boxing, like the sport's dying. No, boxing, pun intended. Boxing had a black eye the week before, <laughs> but this week, yeah. uh, I just uh, we witnessed the star rising in the ranks. Yeah, that that young man' hand speed is unbelievable, and the power this young man's overall overall boxing game is unbelievable. Yeah. No, I would love to see him fight uh, Lloyd. Yes, I, you know the main reason. My brother, like I said, he's the aficionado. He breaks it. He breaks it down for me. And man, this guy—he's—he's he's similar to Floyd, except he takes risks. This is like an early Floyd when he was pretty boy. Pretty boy. And he got and he got the knockouts and stuff. This guy. Stays in your, he stays on top of you the whole fight, and he his feet work, his hand speed, everything. He's he's the real deal. I mean he he stays on you, and he doesn't even keep his he doesn't even keep his guard up most of the time. He just dodges you, and he's attacking you. He'll his defense he'll, he'll is cut, nice. He'll cut, yeah, he he cuts you off in the ring, and he doesn't let you escape. He, I mean, he just. The body shot. I mean, the body shots he delivers. Then the the combos he delivers. This guy is the really Vasily Lomachenko man. He's, I think he's already the junior what lightweight junior champ. welterweight junior junior lightweight. Yeah, he was on champ. junior lightweight. Yeah. I, after so, I watched the first round, I looked at it like this. I say this is clearly a mismatch. Yeah. I mean, you see the guy. The guy got the head put in and cut him. With his, he cut him with his head, so he he got a little he got a little blood from that. But, and it seemed like after he got that cut, he was like, "Okay, you get you cut me with your head. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna end it." And he he just destroyed him from that point on. It's like he got he 
Yeah. It's like you pissed him off then. It was slow. And he, I already, mean, he yeah. made old boy look slow, like in, in semen and quicksand. Yeah. Head movements, just constant pushing the pace. It was yeah. crazy. But you are correct. He is yeah. starting to make it. I can say that. Yeah. Um, I'm really He's already called out uh, Garcia, I think, the one to be Broner. Oh, he's gonna destroy Garcia. Yeah, he, yeah, he would. He would be with Garcia too. That guy's not quick enough for him. And the thing is, I saw Broner. Broner could actually win that fight. Yeah. Broner don't take his craft seriously. No, he don't. Broner, he don't. He Broner is a very he, talented he, he, guy. And I thought when I saw when I saw him fight, and I was like, so this is a guy that's thirty-one and old. And I was trying. I was trying to find out why. Because, I mean, he didn't show me nothing spectacular. He did what he was supposed to do and come in and win the fight. Nothing against yep. Garcia. That was all yep. on Broner. Mm-hmm. You can't fault like the man for doing he what he Mentally, if he, checks, he checks out when people... But this he checks out when people are equal on the same level as him. He checks out. He'd be like, okay, uh, I, I don't know what he does, man. He just... And he doesn't even listen to his uh, coaching. He doesn't listen to his trainer. He doesn't listen to his his corner. But this guy Lomachenko, man, uh, I, I yeah, I, I got I got I got I I got excited to watch boxing, and it's been a long time since I got excited watching a boxing match. True. Um, Tell me another guy you think raising up the ranks up in boxing. Uh, oh, this well, the biggest challenger he would probably face. I saw is this guy named Rigandau. Okay, and he's a he's a, he's he's a defensive fighter, but they both, and I think the, the quote I heard is they both they're both like scientists in the ring. They're gonna okay. They know they know how to they know how to calculate and come up with formulas in their head on the fly to attack. And defend at the same time against you. He's more defensive than Lomachenko. He's a little bit better defensive, and Lomachenko's better offense. So it'd be like the perfect. It'd be like a great fight. That'd be, be a great test for him. Yeah, but that, those are the two I'm hearing about. Uh, you, know, you, got your Andre Ward, you got your Andre Ward. You got your Triple G's. That's that's the one everybody wants to see. I don't think Triple G will fight Ward. The Ward is nah. just. Too, te- too technical for him. I would love to see it, though. Yeah. That's what fight fans would love to see. Really have to get my game. Triple G would have to get Ward out of his game. Yeah. And I don't, I don't see that happening. He just, he just wants to knock out people. So. Yeah. If uh, if he plays it on, uh, on Ward Chin, it might be lights out, but I don't know how strong yeah. uh, Ward Chin is. I've never seen him drop. So I mean, yeah, I I've never seen him really take one. So I mean, Triple G got that got that dynamite though. Yeah, he do. Anybody. So yeah. But, so we're gonna we're gonna progress on stuff like that. There's a lot of fuss, a lot of big ordeal. We're gonna talk about these this college preseason ranking. Got a lot of people in their feelings. Yeah, this stuff is the coaches poll, right? Just the coaches poll, so I can I can wait till yeah. another one come out. So you take yeah, more. you take it with a grain. You take the coaches poll with a grain of salt because 
you always you understand that, well, these coaches ain't got time to watch a game because they coaching their team. So they don't yeah, know who you So you take this with a grain. And like you said, preseason, and before we'll preface this to everybody, preseason ranking mean nothing. Mean nothing. nothing. I mean, this is just this is just initial preseason ranking. And that's fine to have a preseason ranking, but should they, they should not play a part into what goes in. If, if it was up to me, I would not rank the teams to the end of the season. Because you, when oh, you yeah. award teams, for, oh, they beat this team, they beat this team, but when you find out at the end of the year, well, that team wasn't that good. So to me, I pay no mind. I wouldn't, I wouldn't rank no teams until that. the final week of the season. I pay no mind to none of that stuff because, let's be honest, we know how it turn out every year. None of them rankings is going to be the same at the end of the season. So mm-hmm. it is pays no mind to even pay no mind or attention to that because a lot of teams are going to be eliminated in the first week. Just by based on them well, playing AP, each other. AP, AP poll, coaches poll, those are fine. But if I was on that playoff committee, I mean, I would not rank the team for the end of the year. I don't know. They come in, what, the, how many, how, after, how, after six weeks they start ranking? Yeah. After six weeks they start ranking, and then they got – and then, see, but you can dig yourself into a hole doing that. We we already saw when True. in one week, when, I mean, I think when they, the first playoff, remember – they had in they had TCU number three and in and TCU went and blew out UT and a week later they had TCU ranked number six. Now how do you drop from three to six without even losing the game? That's that's crazy, but you kinda you kinda dig yourself into a hole by doing these rankings prematurely. True. Like I mean, you got the first game of the season is gonna be a, a major one. Oh yes, yeah. Alabama versus Florida State. That's gonna be something. I think the first time ever that a number one and a number three have faced each other to open the season. And this, this is the thing I tell you: this right here can make a team better. This can make each team better. I don't think I don't see no downfall in the team. Only besides, you know. That might be either either or teams one only lost that season. Nah, I mean Florida State they might have a hiccup. I don't know really. You know I can't really say. But <laughs> Alabama they probably that might if they lose to um, Florida State they'll probably be their only loss this year. Until yeah. they get to so actual like said, uh, playoff. They, uh, it's a, it's it's early in the season, so they won't. They, you know they won't hold it against you an early loss. It's out of conference, so it doesn't count as a conference loss. And you took the and they they they've rewarded teams. For going and playing tougher schedules. I mean, True. we saw it, uh, Ohio State, who didn't win a conference, but because they played at Oklahoma last year, I mean, that Oklahoma won the big – they beat a conference champion. You can essentially say Ohio State won the Big 12 last year. Oklahoma went yeah. undefeated in the Big 12. Ohio State beat Oklahoma. You can essentially say they were the conference – they were champions. The, so you get rewarded for playing these tougher teams. And I like it. I like – when the power, the big traditional powers, I like when the big conferences go play each other. I don't, I don't want to see these, all the, I don't want to see all these tune-up games, and then later on the season when you play oh middle middle midwestern state or something like that. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, if you want to, if you want to be taken as credible, you gotta, you gotta play a tough schedule. And I love, I love these games like this. 
my thing was always like this: if you want, if you want to do it, you got you want to play the best. If you say you're the best, or you want to compete for a championship, play the best, beat the best. It's simple, you know. And my team right now, my team, like I'm looking at right now, team I'm looking at real good. It's gonna be a lot of trouble. I'm looking at Ohio State. I see them. I see them in that final two. For some reason, just something drawing me to them. Hey, you know how well, you, you, get a, you get a little ahead of yourself. Okay, so let's 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 start at number one on the list, Alabama. I think we I they think we can agree. But they got the they got forty nine first place votes. I think we can agree that they uh, we both have them winning the SEC. And whether they lose the first game to Florida State or not, I think we still have them in the top four, right? One question about this now. Do is this the year yeah. LSU upsets Alabama? Do you see it or don't see it? I like I like the pickup of the offensive coordinator Matt Canada from Pittsburgh. I like that pickup. He's a good offensive coordinator. But it's whether they the quarterback. It's it all hinges on the quarterback and whether he whether they developed him enough. Over this period of time. So who's their quarterback? I forgot the young man. Edling. Danny Edling, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's that's always been, that's always been the question with LSU. They have a strong running game, so I mean. Yes. Hey. Okay. Let's let's, let's get to number two. Okay. Well, look, number two, like you said, Ohio State. You got Ohio State in the top two, right? Yeah, I, I I can I agree. I I like I like the Barrett's coming back. They got a lot. They got a, one of the best front sevens coming back in in football. But they lost a lot on the back end in that secondary. Three first rounders. I mean, they, Ohio State. It, it's safe to say Ohio State has become DB University. I mean, you Ooh. go all the way back to you go back to Sean Springs. I mean, they got two Thorpe Awards. You got Nate Clements and uh, take it back to take it back to other, with that Sean Springs. Nate Clements and Antoine Winfield. Remember him? Uh, Chris Gamble. You got Mike yeah. Doss. I mean, you got Roby. You had and you got like yeah, like I said, you had three this past year. I don't know any other team, any other team that claimed to be DB University. They had three go in the first round in one year. You know how that goes now. Everybody want to be DBU because Florida say they DBU. And nah, unless you Florida, think they're nah, DBU, Florida, they, they Florida, Florida's a dis- Florida may be, they may be in the top six. But I would not. They're not, yes. they're not in the picture. I mean, with the, the, the showing their two corners had at the combine dropped them so far back, I wouldn't put them in DBU. Oh, man. You know LSU gonna push them, push the mode when it comes to DBU. They just been cracking They can, pu- they can push it all they want, but I mean, other than they, they had a lot. They they had they had a lot more early. I mean, they but I don't see they're they're close. LSU is definitely top five, but they haven't put yeah, out yeah. as many. I mean, Ohio, Ohio State puts out they put out at least one every year. True. 
every I mean every year they put out at least one every year for a long time. So what you think about the, the right. little guy? What's the name? Lattimore for the Saints. How you feel? Lattimore for the Saints. I think he was the best corner coming out by far. I mean, the only one that could have challenged him was Sidney Jones, but he tore his Achilles, so. And he went to a perfect situation to where he went, so. Yeah. How you feel? How you feel that most I mean, he's going to the Saints. The Saints don't really have, I mean, besides Cam Jordan, they don't have have any other pass rushers. So you're going to be covering for a long time in that defense. So. And, you know, the pass rush and the back end work together hand-in-hand, so that's going to be tough. Uh, that's true. Let's jump to your school. But you got the Connolly kid in Oakland, and he he benefits. He plays with Khalil Mack and Bruce Irv. He plays with good-edge rushers outside. True. That's so true. Guy have guy be able to generate pressure. Exactly. No. Okay, so Ohio State, we got them. We got them. I think they're the favorite to win the Big Ten. Ohio State, the only team they can challenge them is Penn like State, year. I believe. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a good game. Oh, where they play? They play at the Horseshoe or they play at Penn State this year? Uh, they're playing at the Horseshoe this year. So, if they play at the Horseshoe, I got Ohio State. I feel like yeah, I think, I, yeah, that's what seven. They they good they they both have good quarterback running back combination. I think Penn State has yeah. the best running back quarterback combination in the country. With McSorley and Barkley, yeah, they're they're clearly the number one backfield coming back. Yeah. I just don't see, I just don't see Ohio State losing at home. I I just can't see that. Yeah, I, I like that point uh, seven. And they Ohio uh, Penn State did lose some weapons outside like Goodwin and so. It'll be a game for sure, though. Yeah. Let's move on. We got number, number three. Th- number three, Florida State. Seminoles. 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 Oh, Seminoles. no. Criminal Seminoles. They getting four first-place votes. Uh, get another year for D'Angelo Francois. So he should improve. That old line should improve. It was kind of shaky. But you lose Dalvin Cook, but pick up some great prospects that I think they'll they'll have a running back more by committee until one asserts himself. I think I'm gonna tell you who's gonna assert themselves. It's, it's a young cat, Cam Akers. Yeah, as a, heard as good as news, Robert, You know, I I I, I peek in and I study. I watch what y'all doing. You gotta know your rivals. So I've been seeing the kid. The kid nice. That kid's special. You know, he has that same Davin Cook special about him. Hated that he went to y'all, but can't hate on the guy. The guy's the young man is a, a special character. I yeah. can say that. So just watching his moves, he can run inside, can run outside. Once you break, he's gone. You utilize the stiff form. One cut, boom. You know, can do screens, catch out the backfield. Uh, he's like a Davin Cook in a sense. Uh, I don't know yeah. what his speed is compared to Davin, but. He seems to be a little bit more. He can pound it in a sense. But I don't think Gavin could. I think they got enough weapons outside. I feel like I like Tyquan Murray and those guys. But the defense, I mean, that front seven, love for the state front seven, and then I think they get the best defensive player back in college football than Derwin James. I can say that. 
Keith Irwin is a nice nice young man as well on the defensive end. Yeah, you know, a lot of people I think, a lot of people compare have a comparison to Sean Taylor and um Cam Chancellor, in a sense, I've heard. And somebody else. But I've I've heard the Sean Taylor comparison. And I I wanna be I'm I'm saying this not to disrespect or anything like that, it's actually the compliment though. I think he's his own man. I don't think he he, he don't play the same similar yeah, style I mean. as Taylor. He has the he has the size, that's what I'm saying. He has that Sean Taylor size. Mm-hmm. But he plays different. He has his own like unique style to play. That's what I'm saying. Hey, I know he's, I not, he's not either. He's not either one of. He doesn't play like quite like either one of those guys. He yeah. is more like a switchblade. He can play numerous different roles back there. I mean, he can rush yeah. the passer. He can drop in zone. He can play high. He can play man. And he's a and he's a and he's a great, great tackler and hitter. So I wouldn't say he's he, he doesn't. You can't pigeonhole him into one of those. I mean. You can't make him fit and try to just vision him as one of those guys. I mean, Sean Taylor was a transcendent player. I mean, yeah. and the thing is, he was so transcendent. He was he was riding the pine behind Air Reed. Exactly. He had to be at the by his train either. Air Reed, Reed was a special player in his own right. Yeah. So, I think Derwin is going to be a special young man at the next level. I think he's going to be himself. You know. Like Cam Chancellor is Cam Chancellor. He's not yeah. new Sean Taylor. He's Cam Chancellor. You know. I, th- I think Darren James is going to follow that mode too and be, man, that's Darren yeah. James. That's not sure yeah. that's Darren James. So, you know, everybody, you know, had a little something to say when I dropped that knowledge and stuff like that. But it was not to uh, shade Darren James because he's talented. I can't take nothing away from him. It's just, I felt like just comparing to Trask. Because Sean Taylor is like my favorite college football. So I looked at the game and it's gonna be kinda of hard, but I'm never gonna I'm never gonna be like, Oh man, nobody can be like this, nobody can transmit this and nothing like that 'cause then I'll be doing disservice to myself because 'cause I'm pretty equal judge of players. So he's his game, his height and stature is just like Sean Taylor. He has some aspects of Sean Taylor but then he don't. So that's why I say he's his own man. Yeah, he's I mean, a better tackler than Sean Taylor was in in college. Yeah, Sean 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 would go for the big hit a lot. And yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Darren's a, a pretty good. He would have some flybys. That was, I think that was the only his sky report came out. That was the only negative he had coming into the NFL. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he got better as as he got you know in the NFL and got older. But Darren James is a better tackler to me at this point in his career. Or going into his career than Sean Taylor was. Okay, moving which on. I, which I can Number four, South Carolina, Southern California, USC Trojans. The return of the Trojans. Yes, I think it all starts with the quarterback. No, anything you know, you notice about the top four teams? They got, they all have quarterbacks coming back. True. Which is the most, which is probably the most important. I mean, aspect in college football and staying relevant. So they all got – and then this guy, I mean, they were owing, they were, they had lost three games before he took over. And he hasn't lost a game kind of Sam Darnold. And they were just on a roll. And, I, yeah, I do see that this is the resurgence of the Trojans. Uh, they should win the Pac-12 pretty easy. Um, I mean, Stanford is going to give them a little resistance, of course. 
I think Jermaine is Washington should give them. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Washington's got a ton of players. Yes. They got, like, what, four or five more guys that's top top first-round NFL draft picks this year again? I'm like, golly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a what? they had a couple of guys get injured. So they're they're but they're like Ohio State. They lost three players on the back end. I mean, you lose Sidney Jones, oh. Kevin King, and Buda Baker. I mean, wow. So that's another team that could have had they had three top three sec up you know first second rounders go in the secondary. So yeah, I see Washington who who come, who's coming in at number seven on our list. I see. Probably them in Southern California battling out. I mean, like you said, Stanford is always in the mix. Yeah, Stanford's going to make it tough for anybody. You know, you can beat them, but they're going to beat you up physically to make you get there. So, like I said, Southern California should do something. They got some nice weapons on the outside, good running back. We're turning a lot of of quarterbacks, I mean. Other than uh, the defensive back they lost, what's what's the kid's name with Tennessee? Oh, man, I can't think of it right now. Oh, you're talking about Dory. Dory Jackson? Yeah, Dory Jackson. Uh, other than losing him, they didn't really lose that much. So, a lot of players William coming back. Experienced quarterback coming out that Rose Bowl victory versus Penn State. That thriller of a game. Yeah, I see them uh, riding that momentum into this season. That's a good way to do it. Big game. Big game. I think they play UT. Where are they playing? In yeah. Texas or are they playing at... Um, Not Ooh. sure. Be uh, it might be... Is it neutral site? Let's see. That's an ABC classic game in the making. Is it a night game or it's going to be a midday? It should be. Yeah, they're playing in USC. It should be a day Ooh. game. It'll, it'll go from day to night. Playing in the Coliseum. Be a real good game. Hopefully, yeah. Texas rebound be something this year. But they got Herm at coach, right? Tom Herm. Yeah, Tom Herm. So he should do something for the program. He should do something. Yeah. Coming in number five, I got my first team that I probably could say is overrated in Clemson. I think they they, win, they won the championship. They had the from last year, but they lost a lot. I mean, they lost their offensive lead team leader in. Deshaun Jackson lost their emotional leader in Bullware. I mean, lost like two DB Cordero Tankers lead safety Jajar Johnson. I mean, Mike Williams on the outside. I mean, the running back Gallman, they lost a lot of talent. And you got to break in a new quarterback. So this is my first team I have is overrated, Clemson. Yeah, Clemson, I think they're going to fall off this year. Not drastically, but they're going to have a major setback yeah. this year. I um, think that they'll take a step back to, to be number five. That's a little high for me as of right now. That's true. Number six, um, you got Penn State. We talked about them a little bit. 
best backfield duo yeah. I think coming back. They rode the, they rode the momentum ever since they made a quarterback switch with McSorley. I mean, yeah. After that loss to Penn State, they were on a roll. I mean, after or after those losses to Penn State and Michigan, they they went on a roll. Uh, won the Big Ten and played that th- that thriller of a Rose Bowl game. So they ch- they ch- and they challenged Ohio State, and I yeah I think they're they're a team to watch. They're a dark horse to make that crack that top four. And stays on the rise. They, uh, if I might, they have a top ten recruiting class. Cause last time I checked, they were on that. Wow. Well, they 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 can slowly come back from the whole turnover fiasco and all the other stuff, which was pathetic and sad. All right, we'll go to the Washington Huskies. We covered them a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Like you, know, you said, they got back. the players coming back. Quarterback Browning coming back. They lose the fastest yeah. player in college, John Ross. And that secondary. Some skill, but they should be good on both fronts. Yeah, I don't believe that they're going to win 12 games this year like last year. But they will. Yeah. I think they'll at least get 10. At least 10. We're going to go to Oklahoma at number yeah. 7. Number 8. Oh yeah, Oklahoma Sooner. Hey. Coming in, my Oklahoma oh. Sooner. Boomer Sooner. Uh going down to Norman. They, I think initially they would have been ranked higher if Bob Stoops had not retired. I think when Bob Stoops retired, I think they would have been like like at number five. But him retiring and in the first year head coach coming in, they had to drop him a bit in the rankings. I mean, they do they do lose some talent. I mean, you lose Dee Westbrook. And those two running backs they had in Mixon and P. Ryan, I mean, you lose some offensive talent. But they get Baker Mayfield coming back. And he's the only player to finish, to be invited to New York for the Heisman two years in a row, these past two years. Yep. So I like Baker been there like I, seven years. The most efficient, most efficient quarterback in college football. I hear, I do like the tight end, Mark Andrews. He's becoming, he's a stud. They got some young receivers and some transfers in. The running back I'm hearing about, Rodney Anderson, out of Houston, Texas. He's uh, had two injuries these past two years. I heard he's uh, picking up the slack for those two guys and the defense. Defense is finally returning a lot of players. So I, 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 I think they, they're the favorites in the Big 12. But with the coach, with a new coach, I'm a little threatened by Oklahoma State. <laughs> O State, they got that on offense. Yeah, they got that. Now, they might have the best trio in the country. I said Penn State has yeah. the best backfield duel, but with your counting, I think with Justice Hill, the running back, and Rudolph and James Washington, kinfolk out of Oklahoma State. Oh. Uh, I think that's, that's the best trio out, out of uh, any team I've seen in college football. I mean, I believe OU could beat them. It's just like I say, it's on y'all defense. I think if you'd be physical enough with them, I think you could disrupt their timing and stuff. Cause they, well, they the, the thing spring, about so. the thing about the thing about that is the new rules in the big the Big Twelve will have a championship game now. 
but they'll be unlike any other championship games because they don't have different divisions. Everybody plays everybody. So instead of playing that Bedlam, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State game at the end of the year, they've moved it up a couple of weeks. So they've moved that up. They'll play each other because they think Oklahoma and Oklahoma State will be the top two teams. What the Big 12 is doing differently, they'll place the number one and the number two teams in the in the conference rankings against each other. They don't have an east and a west or a north and a south. They'll place the top two teams against each other so they can play Oklahoma State twice. Which ups that risk factor of losing. So that's going to be exciting to see in the Big 12. It will be something to mark down the calendar. I mean, so you, get, we you are getting the best two teams to play each other again. I mean, what other conference does that? I mean, would you have not liked to see uh, Ohio State and Penn State have to play again? Oh, man. That was epic. Instead I of playing Wisconsin, who every team – I mean, we saw Ohio State and we saw Michigan both beat Wisconsin, but Wisconsin got to go to their title game. Wouldn't you have liked to see Ohio State and Penn State play again? Or, I mean – who are the top two teams in the SEC? Uh, it would be uh, Alabama and... And I think Auburn last year was number two team. Yeah. I would have liked seeing them play Auburn. Wait, wait, wait. Well, well, I would say Florida because Florida went to the SEC championship. Well, that's because they're just in the East. I yeah, mean, I mean, see, Auburn, did go, Auburn did go to the Sugar Bowl. I mean, they did get crammed. I mean, but yeah, I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't I you have liked to see Clemson and Florida State play again? Yeah. Instead of yeah. instead of Clemson playing Virginia Tech, I knew that was gonna be a blowout before it even happened. Yeah, I would have. I and in uh, the last one, I would like to see Washington and USC play again. I wouldn't. I don't want to see Washington play Colorado. I knew the outcome of that game. I would like to see Washington and USC. So, to me, this is the only conference game where you're guaranteed to get the number one and the number two teams in the entire conference. It's true. It's so many games I want to see. I want to see, I want to see that Florida State Michigan game again. Ah, uh, yeah, that was a thriller too. That was a good game. Speaking of those Wolverines, they coming in at number nine. Yes, and I feel like I see. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah. they should be a little bit higher. I'll, I'll switch them at Clemson. I, or at least I can. I can. I cannot. A, I cannot do that. I'll move Penn State up. But Clemson won't I would, I, would I, I agree. I would probably move Penn State up, but I will. To me, I'm dropping Michigan because the amount of talent they've lost so much. You think about Peppers, Lewis, uh, Taco Charlton. Uh, Bugs, I mean, they lost the Delano Hill. They've lost. They've lost at least 14 starters. And the last time I, I checked, they, they got still behind. haven't found. They still haven't found a quarterback. It's going to be interesting. So, I, to me, number nine is a little high for Michigan. I would have to drop them soon. I can go with that. Wisconsin at number 10. And this I is re- a tricky really one because Wisconsin, uh, they, they always hit they always sneak up on you. Yeah, it's like and I don't really clearly, know how to feel about that. Clearly, clearly snuck up on LSU last year in that first game. No. No. So it's like a part of me say they're rated too high, 
but then another side of me say that Ray is just right, you know. Yeah, I, I'm okay with Wisconsin so, being right there at number ten. For right now, for right now, it'd be fair. Yeah, um, and we touched on Oklahoma State already at number yeah, eleven. I, I like I like them like Oklahoma State at number eleven. Offense should be extremely dynamic. Their problem lies on their defense. Oh yeah, yeah. They now they, they do have a good defense. That 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 let's number Oklahoma State is that team that when people talk about the Big Twelve, big offenses, no defense. This year's Oklahoma State team will be like that. They never have so, no defense. And number twelve, like you said, the much-awaited Louisiana State University Tigers. Let's dive into them right quick. We're about to make a lot of people in Louisiana mad. Well, I don't care. Now, tell, Dom, before you get into anything, overrated or underrated? At 12, I would say a little bit overrated. I have them at like 15 or something. I mean, they I agree. Lost them. I agree. first of all, first of all, first of all, it's, it's a lot of stuff. I guess they're basing these coaches' pros on what's coming back and stuff like that, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I don't see how they're above Florida when Florida beat them. So, and, and now Florida, they have to go to Florida. To me, Florida's going to be actually better this year. Now, I don't know what they're, what they're going to have at quarterback. Florida beat them, and they didn't have a quarterback. True. They beat LSU in LSU without a quarterback. So I don't know. I can I feel think, now. I think they're a little bit underrated. I would have I I would have them like you said a little lower just just because like you said we said earlier they have they have to develop you have to prove to me that you develop the quarterback or something. I like I I, I said it earlier. I like Canada as the offensive coordinator, but you gotta you gotta prove something offensively. I mean you did you lost your top two pass catchers. Uh, Geis will have to carry the load by himself this year. Uh, yep. And we'll 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 see with the, how this offense goes. I mean, until they until they show us, it's it, it, it's put up a shut up, LSU. You got to show us before we. I, you got to show me before I I want to rank you any higher than that. I'm more intrigued with their defense. More intrigued, especially yeah. with their front. Uh, well, you got, well uh, I think I wasn't that a uh, pass rusher, Arden Key. Wasn't he a little disgruntled? Yeah. I mean, I think about them, they're more, their defense isn't a huge. They're not small by no standard, but they're more finesse, you no. know. I mean, they can't get aggressive, they're, but they're more finesse compared to like uh, yeah. uh, Florida or compared to like uh, Alabama. They which are going to continue yeah, they, to get after Their defense is based more on speed than power. Yeah. 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 So. And they 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 they're running the they're running the trouble they're running the trouble with the you know the bigger team the power team that can move them around. Like they they'll have trouble with the Alabama and the Auburn who got real run heavy who led the SEC in rushing. They'll have trouble with those type of teams. They're just I mean, a little bit too high for me. But yeah, especially with uncertainty at quarterback. They're a little bit too high. And I don't, like, this 12-13, I have real issues with because I don't even feel like Auburn, who we're about to get into, 
should be there at 13. Well, their their whole ranking hinges on Stidham, the transfer, Jared Stidham, the transfer from Baylor. Yeah. Uh, they, that's what they're they're hinging on. If he if he can come through and be, he'll be justified. But I mean, you don't. It'll be justified having him there. But I don't. I don't see it. I mean, that that showing last year. I mean, their defense defense hasn't been as stout as they've been in the past. I mean, you got to go back. You got to go back to Gene Chizik. I mean, when they had a, a stout defense, really. Uh, so. I think, think uh, I, I really don't. I really don't know what their identity is as a team. Well, Malzahn, he really wants. He wants to run the ball. He really does want to run the ball. And they, you know, they just play action. They would, you know, play action off that. But uh, like I said, until you get a reliable quarterback, until you've proven that, just much like, much like LSU, until you've proven that. Uh, you're not gonna get. You're not gonna get ranked higher. And plus, I think Auburn offensive line is very suspect. Yeah, I would have them a little uh, lower, but not not too much lower. No, not, not like, too much. Just like I mean, LSU. Them and LSU. Just like much. LSU. I would see. You know what? LSU and Auburn be perfect yeah. at fourteen and fifteen. I have no problem with that. Yeah. However, you want to do it. Yeah. I just say twelve. Uh, I just don't see. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I'm gonna say it might be controversial. Some people agree with you. I'll put Louisville at at that, but then you can't put Louisville at the LSU crush. I, I'm fine with. Well, I'm fine with fourteen moving Stanford up. I'll move Stanford up. They're consistent. I mean, they get they play great defense. They're great up. They run the ball good, and they get they get and they get good play out of their skill positions. Even though it's hard to recruit to those. Uh, you know, intellectual institutions. So, I would have yeah. Stanford a little higher. I like Coach Shaw. I like and, and stuff like that. I would, yeah, I, I don't know if I would have Louisville higher than, I mean, we saw how LSU did dismantle Louisville. Trust them. Trust them like there was nobody. So I don't know. I would not have Louisville ahead of them. I would move Stanford up. And like you said, I would probably have Florida I would have Florida at him. The one team I would definitely drop is Georgia. They are they they, they yeah. are the most overrated team. I wouldn't even have I I probably would not have them in the top twenty five. I don't even know how elite at all teams. I don't know how Georgia is that high. I would not have Georgia in the top twenty five at all. So Louisville is right. Touched on Florida, Louisville, Louisville. Miami is ranked perfectly like where they at. Miami. I'd have Louisville right no, no behind. Problem. I'd have Florida. I'd have Stanford next, Florida. i have those three SEC teams right there. And then, then Louisville. And then, and yeah, and then Miami. Miami cool at 18 with me. Yeah. To me, you got I, they, it, they, I'd have moved up to 17 just because I'm dropping Georgia out the top 25, period. But I feel like this with my my hurricane. They're gonna be eighteen or seventeen, but they're always gonna be twenty or twenty one. Because I mean, they still haven't proven nothing really yet. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I agree. They got a new quarterback. So, I mean, if if if, if Kaya had come back, 
I would feel comfortable moving him up a bit. And I, th- I think he should have come back. Me as well. But I think another year with Rick, that would have benefited him a lot. Now they got to go and put another quarterback in, install a new, you know, a new quarterback. So I'm, I'm fine so with them right they, there. They, they could have been, been higher with the quarterback coming back. They, so. Like we talked about like two shows ago, they high on the guy Perry, Nikoski Perry. Yeah. Dual threat. More, he's he's more of a passer than runner. So I mean, he he has great feet to move around and stuff like that if needed, but he's more of a passer. Got good zip, strong arm. And, and that's what you want, though. Need, that's what you want, though. Needs to get in the weight room. And he train. He trains with Jameis. Hopefully, trained the right stuff with Jameis. Um, so, but I'm expecting to see some things in Miami. Can't. I expect. I expect them to challenge. I expect them to finally break through, and make. I mean, they'll have they'll have tough tests against Virginia Tech. And always they are. I don't know why, why, but Georgia Tech always plays them tough. Uh, I would have to see. I expect them to finally crack and make it to the ACC title game. College football needs Miami versus uh, Florida State for the ACC championship. They need. I, I, that's what everybody wants to see. That's true. Miami just got to hold up, got to do their end of the bargain. Yeah. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. Miami's the only one that's dropping the ball that hasn't showed up. So, I mean, my team or no team, they haven't showed up. So, it's just got to call it like what it is. So, yeah. And they can't really say too Comment from one of our colleagues earlier talking about Miami could be at least six of the teams ranked ahead of them. I don't see six teams Miami can beat that's ranked ahead of them. Do you? Let me see. I maybe see Georgia. I don't know about Georgia. Georgia, Florida, Florida maybe because they ain't got no quarterback and and just the familiarity of playing each other, the rivalry. Maybe. Yeah. Um, we beat Florida last time, so and that's when they had Easley and all them. So they can't. Yeah, I, I think it's a better coaching now. They maybe be, two or three, but I don't LSU. see. I don't see them beating anybody else. They're not being Stanford, Auburn, LSU, Oklahoma State, Wisconsin, Michigan, Oklahoma. Nah, they're not beating none of those guys either. Nah, nah. It got to be certain circumstances. Yeah, I agree. So, it got to be certain circumstances. Number 19, old man, Bill Snyder, still doing it at K-State. I like K-State at number 19. I mean, they ended the year, they thrashed uh, Texas A&M. In the bowl game, and they find like 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 a couple of these other teams, they find like like USC, they they finally got them a quarterback. They got they them a quarterback. They always I think, trash or, somebody every year. Every year they trash somebody. At least yes, they, they do. They, they trash at least somebody. They run it for somebody every year. It's not a year that I haven't seen the case they hadn't trashed somebody. That's so true. it's it's they, uh, right now. And they, I don't. I think I'm convinced that Bill Snyder is the only guy. He's the only the guy that can win there. Pretty I mean, much. He knows I, how to I get the so. the JUCOs and everything in there. He makes it work. So I'm fine with K State being there. West Virginia, Daniel Hogerson, they can beat there. Yeah, they they're twenty. I mean Yeah. With South their quarterback, Florida. yeah. The quarterback coming back, uh 
I think Greer, if he transferred from Florida, he went yeah. to West Virginia. Not I Texas. So. South Florida. Texas has the worst record out of anybody in the top 25. Yeah, I, I had to drop Texas out until I, I know Herman uh, did the thing at U of H. He turned U of H around real quick. He'll probably have more talent at Texas. It's a better fit at Texas, considering what the kids in high school, what type of offense they play coming up. Charlie Strong, see, that probably wasn't a good fit for Charlie Strong. He wants to run that pro style, and everybody in Texas is big on the spread. So this Washington is probably a better State fit. Washington State deserves to be before them. I, who's that? Washington State. I'm, I'm going off. Nah, off I wouldn't. I wouldn't put Washington year. State up in there just because their their defense. Their now they probably have the worst defense in college football. Oh, easily. I mean, they tell. I wouldn't have to put. I wouldn't put Washington. I dropped Texas out definitely until they show me something. But uh, Utah. Utah should be where Texas is, or a little bit. Utah should be a little bit higher. I mean, you got West Virginia, South Florida. I like South Florida. Charlie Strong going there. You already got a quarterback in place. I don't. Yeah, I don't, should, I don't know how it'll work out with Willie. With Willie Taggart leaving as offense and going to Oregon. Virginia Tech. I'm cool with Virginia Tech where they are. I think. I think one thing Taggart is going to do for Oregon. He's going to make them tougher. And just with the Willie Taggart, I got Oregon. I, I drop Texas out and I put Oregon in there. Yeah. A tagger is gonna make them tougher because you know we kind of look at Oregon as like they kind of power puff. They're not physical like that because they're you know they're more like Oklahoma State, more finesse. You know, spread you out, yeah. boom, 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 and stuff like that. And I think tagger is gonna make them a little bit tougher. Yeah, I would have to drop Texas out, put Oregon in, and if I'm dropping Georgia I'm out, I would have who would I? I'm trying to think who would I move in in Georgia's place. Into that what Georgia is what fourteen or thirteen? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm after I drop Georgia out, I'm moving all the teams behind them up a slot. I mean, I'm dropping Texas out. I put I'll put Oregon in at twenty four. I okay. I still have Utah ahead of them. I have Virginia Tech. So I'll have South Florida ahead of them. And number twenty five, I would add. I put Tennessee at twenty five since I'm moving Utah. I feel like Utah would be twenty three. Nah, who I put in that twenty-four slot? That's the thing right there. Yeah, that's um, the thing. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm going through the teams right now, trying to think. That might. That might be for me. That might be Oregon. Well, I dropped two teams. I mean, so I gotta. I gotta I'm, add two I'm, teams. I'm. I'm already adding Oregon, so I need to add another one. So I'll probably add. Uh, Hmm. It's tough. It might be a mid major. I have to add. You already got Ooh, South Middle Florida Tennessee? in there. Nah. Uh. Texas A and M. Who else? I'm gonna add T- TCU. Not that. I, 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 I figured that. I, I waited for you to say that. I put TCU in over Texas. I mean, they've been they've been consistent for the most part. I mean, they had a bad year last year, but I think they had. Uh, I I'll, I'll add them back in. Okay. Yeah, Texas got go. I, I can't I can't see how they above Texas. Yeah, 
just the end. And I know that's, that's more, that's more expectation just because Herman. Because Herman, yeah. you know, the job he did at Ohio State, the job he did at Houston. I mean, he came to Houston and he beat he beat Florida State to end one year and he beat Oklahoma to start another year. I mean, that was, he beat both was my shocking. teams. He beat both my teams in a matter of months. That was very shocking. He, uh... So... I can I can yeah, I can very, see why everybody everybody's gonna be high on him. It's yeah, like I said, it's definitely a, it's a better fit than what than Charlie Strong was. But still still a little too overrated for me. Yeah. Uh, it, it, let's go to a let's go to a glaring the most glaring thing in here. We got the top ten. There's only one SEC team in the top ten. Yeah, but yeah, I think it, I mean, I mean, everybody, right. you can agree it's rightfully so, right? Yeah, they say SEC is the best conference. I mean, it's kind of dis- it's kind of hard to dis- it's kind of hard to put another team in the top ten. Nobody else deserves to be in the top ten. LSU don't deserve to be in the top. I 10. agree. Georgia definitely don't deserve to be in the top twenty. Florida top fifteen. Uh-huh. That's top 15, top 20, they, they can do the toss-up. You can put well, them like in said, where those, you those, next, those three teams, LSU, LSU, Auburn, and Florida, they all with next to each other. Auburn. I, I mean, you, you got Alabama, then you got those three, and then you got, like, Georgia and Tennessee um, that could barely crack the top 25. So. Yeah, I mean, it's. It's kind of up and down with that one. I mean, coach's poll is pretty – it's okay. It could be better, but I see it's based off expectation and, you know, possibilities. A lot, Like I said, a lot of the stuff is going to be changed within the first two weeks. Oh, yeah. Of college football. Because they got a lot – they got – in the first two weeks, they got a lot of big matchups already. So Yeah, a lot of big conference power five matchups, yeah. If we go, if we go to the front right here, we go to the top. The, the main two matchup right here: Florida State versus Alabama. That's the first game of the season. Mm-hmm. So we're looking like this: Alabama lose to Florida State. They number one. They're gonna drop to what? Number four, number five, at the least. I would say they ain't gonna drop out the top ten. I don't think. I don't believe they'll drop past five. If Florida State lose, will they'll drop to what six? So Ohio. State uh, yeah, I don't think one. it depends. You know, it depends on they'll look at I mean, who other people play. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I don't, I don't really know everybody's schedule like that. I know. Um, let me see. Let me pull it up. Well, the top I, ten, I the top ten, the top ten games you probably want to see this year. That definitely, we just said the number one game. Oh I mean, yeah, Florida State versus yeah, Alabama. That, 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 number two game would yeah. probably be Oklahoma at Ohio State. Yeah, that's that's the way to yeah, get that would be the number college football season. I mean that that's definitely the number two game. Uh, after that big match, you got Stanford and USC, but that's in conference. Of course, uh, you got a Penn State at Ohio that's, State. Okay, well first. I, well, 
Well, let's look at let's look at it right. You yet. know, the only the other out of conference big matches you really got it. You got you got Georgia and Notre Dame. You got Texas and USC. So we're gonna have another elimination right here. South Florida plays Stanford. No, sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. Correction. I made a mistake. They had San Jose State. I made a correction. The way they had it played, okay. uh, framed, it looked like it was in two places each other. So the matchup they got South Florida versus San Jose State. South Florida should win that game. Portland, BYU. Portland, I mean, BYU should got, win that. Uh, Colorado State. Well, Florida versus Michigan in, in Arlington. Ooh. That's the first game of the season? That's the first game. Jerry Lane. Ooh. Woof. Man. Man, that top ten is going to be a that, that top ten is going to be shaking the puck so bad that first week. You're right. Big right. T- big test for Tennessee coming up after that. You got Georgia Tech versus Tennessee on a Monday yep. night, I think. Ooh, that's some games. That, that, that's sad. It's going to be something else. I mean, you know, Paul Johnson, the coach, the coach of Georgia Tech, he's three and zero versus SEC East teams. Yeah. Next up, uh, you got the uh, old old battle, you know, old Virginia Tech, West Virginia, uh, playing against each other. Same day. You got a rematch of last year. You got Auburn and Clemson. Okay. Ooh. Man, this thing is shaking apart. Yeah. This is going to be shaking going to be a lot of new teams up in that top 25. I know that by week two. I already said Georgia and Notre Dame. We got Oklahoma and Ohio State, Texas, USC. And then you pick off Georgia, the conference Georgia late. should win that the game. Big. Georgia should win that game. They should, but we don't know I, I don't with know. Georgia. That's why I, I said we don't know with Georgia. We don't know with them. Well, they, um, well I just said Georgia at Notre Dame. Oh, you know, man. you know what Notre Dame like to do when they play athletic teams. You know, they like to grow that grass a little longer to slow them down. <laughs> I, I thought it was over there. That's gonna be a rough one. Right. BYU and, and LSU. Ugh. There ain't no contest. Texas and UCLA. Biggest men major face off will probably be Boise State at Wyoming. Wyoming, Wyoming has a quarterback that's very highly titled coming out. And a lot of people think he might be the number one on draft yeah, well, Josh, no quarterback, Allen. Josh Allen. Yeah. I'm going to have to take a look at him. I, I never really paid too much to him. Um, what you think? Is he that guy? Uh, I, like you, like Just like you, I'll have to uh, put some – I have to look at it. I have to look at it. Yeah, Eleven major. You got out. Houston. Houston major. Apple White taking over at Houston, going against South Florida. We'll see Charlie Strong. How Charlie Strong does versus the the U the former UT coach does against the former UT quarterback. <laughs> and okay. then we wrap up the week. We wrap up that first week. We wrap up that week with a weird one. Your Miami Hurricanes taking on Arkansas State. Yeah, that's out. Man, what's up with y'all? Y'all couldn't get a, y'all couldn't get a, get a big game, man. What's up with that, man? They want to give us a big game, man. I don't know. I don't know why. I have no idea. The schedule <laughs> is very unique from my perspective. 
But I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with it, whatever. Because I mean, week three we got the game with what matters, Florida State. I the think we got another one. Against- I think we got one more. I think. I think. Oh yeah. Uh, I think A and M had to travel to UCLA. Yeah, that's why they did at. a home. Yeah, after they came to, uh, they came down to A and M last year. So yeah, that's probably the last. They're one. playing the Rose Bowl. This might be interesting. West Virginia versus Virginia Tech. That should be. That should be interesting. And you got. You got Tennessee versus Georgia Tech. Battle for a lot of recruits. Yep. It's gonna. It's we're gonna have some interesting games. I don't think it have like more, more interesting games than it had last year at this time at the beginning of the kickoff season. They had a lot of games last year. That should have been like week six, week five action, but they started the season off with it. So yeah, it's gonna be nevertheless. It's, it's gonna. It's gonna be interesting to say the least. So. And like yeah. you said, ladies and I'm gentlemen, bitching. these rankings do not reflect anything. They don't mean it. This is just, this is just for fun, and just for debate wise, and that's that's what it's all about. That's why college football is so relevant. It's the it's the whole season is a playoff. It's the only sport where you have to pay attention every week. Your team could be out of it, and they might have to fight their way back in. That's what makes college football so great. Always. And no, I want to ask you: are, are you doing fantasy football this year, or not doing fantasy football? Not into the fantasy football thing. I'm not into it. I, I man, I was on it, and it's kind of boring to me, man. I, I, I was on it. I was on it for four years straight, and I made it to the championship every single time. I won twice, lost twice. The only time I lost is when I forgot to even check my lineups, and I still almost won. So. Well, that, that I can't do it, man. It's, it's just, it's just, it's just rather boring to me, man. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't resonate with me. I tried it, like I said, I tried it. I haven't played it in a while. It's just not, not my cup of tea. And then the I'm side effect that. is, I end up rooting for people I don't want to root for. Yeah, it makes I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like that feeling. Like I'm, I got the Cowboys playing. But I got Brandon Marshall. Well, I want the Giants to lose, but I want Marshall to have a good game. I can't do it. Yeah, it kind of contradicts the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, it's more for people who aren't fans of football to get them interested in it. To me, football is enough for me. I don't need any – I don't need any extra. I don't need any fantasy. The, The game itself is enough for me. Yeah. Now, I want to tell you, at work, in a perfect world, this would be a perfect bracket. Uh, one of my homies did a bracket. We were talking about football, you know, playoff mm-hmm. NFL-wise this year. So, I said, give me your six teams, playoff teams, division winners and everything, wild cards. So, in the AFC. Now, you talk, you mean the top 12 teams. Yeah, you know. Six, six and six. Yeah. So, in the AFC, he had coming down to uh, the Patriots beating the Steelers in the divisional round, and the Patriots playing the Raiders in the uh, AFC championship game. Okay. Pretty much. So we we already knew who our eighth division was. I go I can go through the so who who did he have the who did he have the Raiders beating? 
No, Raiders was going to. He had the Raiders getting the bye. So, well, they the two teams get a bye. So. Yeah, it was the Raiders, the Patriots. They got the bye. So he had the Raiders. Steelers, so in, uh, second, in the second round, he had the Raiders. He had the Patriots beating the Steelers. Who did he have the Raiders beating in the second round? I think he had beating the Titans. Because he had okay. the Titans winning at the South, which isn't hard. Okay. To, I mean, you know, so. So Raiders and Steelers and get a bye. Had, so he had the so he had the Steelers and the Titans playing in the wild card. Yeah. Round. Who were they playing against? The Steelers and the Titans, or who else? Who playing against the other wild who, card? Who were they playing against in the wild card round? Because we we already established the Raiders oh, okay. and the Patriots got the bye. Now, Raiders, Patriots, bye. Steelers and uh, Titans won the division. So, so who did they beat in the wild Houston. card rounds? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Houston. Yeah, Houston sneaking in, and um, wow, who was the other team? Uh, uh, I can't think of the other team right now. Um, did he have the Ravens? Ravens no, or the, I, the Chiefs? I, I think it was the Broncos. He had the Chiefs missing. Okay, the Broncos. Okay. He had the Broncos in there. Okay. So that was only the thing. I, only right thing I now. disagree with is. The Texans make it. Only one team from the AFC South is going to make it. We know two yeah. teams ain't making it out of that division. Yeah. So, that's the only thing I That's what we had in the AFC Championship. So, so yeah, Patriots Raiders and the Raiders. Raiders. Okay. No, Who's no. getting home field? Let's go to the NFC. Who's getting home field? Oh, it was the Raiders. Yeah. yeah the Raiders beat the Patriots by the Raiders the home field bench. But he had the Raiders by one what? game. One game. Okay. It's tough, bro. So that's that division. I, 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 the only thing I agree with that is that's the only way they'll beat the Patriots is if they get them away from Foxborough. Yeah. yeah. Now we're going to go to the NFC but, bracket. Yeah. Division winners. He had Dallas. No, he had the Giants, actually. The Giants winning the. Um, okay. 1 1 the Bosses. And what was the other team he had once? Seattle. Seattle was the okay. second team. Cowboys was a wild card. They went ten and six. That's what he said. Cowboys and the Saints were the uh, wait, 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 wait. Who do, who won the North? Who won? I mean, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. Green Bay. Green Bay won the North. Green Bay. Okay. Green Bay okay. won the North. Um, who won the South? Who else? The, the South, he had Tampa winning in the South, and he a Saints fan. Okay, so we got, so we got the Giants. And he got the Saints. He got the Giants and the uh, Seahawks. Okay, Giants winning East, Seahawks winning the West. Tampa winning yeah. the South, and Green Bay winning North. He got Dallas in the Wild well, we Card playing against. No, no. Who? But they played. Playing, they playing they, Tampa or Green Bay. No, they playing Green Bay. He got Dallas playing Green, Green Bay. Bay and he got, who, who, who's the other wild card team? It was them and the Saints. The Saints and Tampa. Of course. I mean, the Saints. He got the, of course, Saints he got Tampa. Tampa. Okay. So they playing Tampa. Tampa okay. beats them, goes on to the, to the next round. Okay. And Dallas beats Green Bay. He had Dallas beating Green Bay. No. So it sets the stage for 
for Seattle to play Dallas again. Okay, who who's number one seed? It'll be Seattle. So yeah, Dallas being the last seed, the number six seed. Okay, yeah. okay. But they wasn't gonna be like a really six seed. It just everybody won the division and stuff like that. I think that he has is some way. Well, if, I mean, if, if if they're the number one seed and you had Dallas in the wild court, they have to play the lowest seed. So he, yeah. yeah, he's having Dallas as the six seed. Yeah. So okay. Tampa plays. Um. You know, Giants. Okay. So, this is where it gets interesting. Dallas beat Seattle. Mm-hmm. Which Dallas can't beat Seattle. We, we've seen that already. Yeah, they, they, stylistically, Tampa, they match up pretty good against Seattle, yeah. Tampa upsets the Giants. So, it's Tampa and Dallas in the NFC uh, Championship. Mm-hmm. And he gives the, he gives Dallas the edge to win it, in which he should. So he know. got he got a Cowboys Raiders Super Bowl. Yep, ain't that true? Even though Dallas, now Dallas would have to go to Tampa and beat Tampa. So he yeah. so he had Dallas, Dallas winning three road games in the playoffs. Dallas actually has a team. Dallas actually has a team that can do it, but they balance. They 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 actually kind of do play better on the road. They kind of do play better that's, away from that's what I'm Dallas. Saying. That's, but like we to go to you asking them to go to Green Bay, Bay and then go to Seattle. Bay, now going to Tampa ain't Dallas. hard. Going to Tampa ain't is hard. But I'm going saying. to Green Bay and Seattle is gonna be hard in the playoffs time. Now, true enough, they I running the ball in that in that type of weather helps you out the most. And Dallas be, can run the ball. It'll be more. It'll be more harder. I feel in Seattle than Green Bay. I feel like I don't know when it get cold. When it get cold up there in Green Bay, man. Hey, hey, bro. But like I said, running the running playing. the ball, running the ball is the most. If you can run the ball in that type of weather, you can punish those teams. So I can I can see them. But to win three road playoff games, I don't know. And not only that, you saying that you saying that Tampa's gonna have a better record than, bro. I don't Green Bay I, and I, Dallas. It's not my break. Hey, I was saying, this, I mean, this dude saying Tampa's going to have a better no, record no. than Green Bay and Dallas. But I don't know if they'll have that great of a record. They might be about a game or two. From the way I'm looking at, he has, they win he hasn't beaten the Saints. Then he, has, he has Tampa. He has Tampa going to New York and beating the Giants. <laughs> we played the Giants actually this year. We played the Giants this year. We're going to see what the, we're going to uh, see what it's about. We, we come, I mean, you seen your Tampa of teams have to go up north and play plenty of time. Bro, that's, that's, that's a when big When it's trip. cold. Oh, we don't go up north. When it's cold. We don't go up north. They, you know how it goes. Uh, so, you, you think about it. He got it in the playoffs. He got them going up to play the New York Giants. Uh, yeah. Hey, bro. I just, I, I just you know going against that defense? That defense matches up good against them. We're going to see that defense. I'm going to have to get this uh, whole playoff run the thumbs down. It's just, I see too many, too many big leaps. Too many huge leaps in this one. I mean, he got two, you got two AFC South teams making the playoffs. You got two NFC South teams making the playoffs. When the last time that happened, man? 
it's been neither, a long time. Neither one of those divisions is getting two teams in. Yeah, I mean it's interesting. We can do a we can do a breakdown of playoff practice. Oh yeah, we'll have we'll definitely we'll have to break down the season. We can do one next year. And, and see how we're gonna do. How we predict ourselves how we're gonna do with our brackets. Yeah, we gonna we gonna go through. We can look at it. We can look at the schedules and we can break down. We can break down playoffs and then you know division winners and then go from there. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yeah. Well, we'll say that for the next show, ladies and gentlemen. Well, just the end of the show, people. We hope everybody had a good time. Got some informative stuff. It's just our perspective on a lot of things on sports. No chime in. Uh, the show will be up on the on uh, iTunes tonight on pi- on uh, podcast and on Google Play as well. So y'all check out the show. Drop us some feedback. Let us know if y'all feeling the love and stuff like that. And we'll hit you up. Mr. Russ, anything you want to tell him before we go? Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy that enjoy that uh rest of your weekend. Get ready for that work week. Blessings, everybody. We out. Later.